This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Hour two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. I will talk in a moment a little bit about the Maui fire now that some things have settled, although it's not completely uh, settled down yet. But there are a few things I want to comment on after watching numerous things over the weekend. Prior to that, though, I did promo, and I do want to talk about this as well. In fact, Richard's going to join me a little bit early today, and we'll talk a little bit about the Maui end of things as well because you know he and i have some different not we have same thoughts on that that might be different than a lot of other people's way i should say that intelligent.com did a survey that found four in ten business leaders four in ten so 40 percent of business leaders believe recent college graduates are unprepared to enter the workforce so it's a trusted resource for online degree rankings and higher education planning it published a recent study that investigates how business leaders perceive recent college graduates. The report also shares insight into why recent college graduates may be unprepared for the workforce. Overall, Intelligent.com researchers collected and analyzed responses from about 1,300 almost business leaders. Leaders, not applicants. So, fair number of business leaders. According to the survey results, 40% of business leaders say recent college graduates are very or somewhat unprepared for the workforce. So that's actually even a little bit higher number than what I stated a moment ago, because that's 40%. Among the group, 70% say recent college graduates lack preparedness due to their work ethic. By the way, that's a huge number. Seven out of 10 say they're not ready to work. They may be mentally ready, but physically, and as far as their work ethic goes, they're not. 70% say communication skills. 71% say entitlement. So we've got 70% in work ethic, Communication skills and entitlement. So seven out of ten of these business leaders say they're not ready because of those three things alone. Additionally, of the same group of respondents, 88% say college graduates from the last three years are less prepared for the workforce than in years prior. So folks, we are graduating less functioning workers from college than we have prior. Make sure they stated that correctly. This is a quote. Actually, no one is prepared for the workplace of 2023, says Professor of Strategic Communication at Ithaca College and Principal of Gayeski Analytics, Diane Gayeski, PhD. It changed dramatically because of the digital transformation, hybrid workforce uh, trends that began a decade ago, accelerated during COVID lockdowns and both methods and attitudes towards work are now vastly different. Now, I don't have a PhD, but I do coach a lot of businesses and own one. 
I'm not going to argue with the PhD and the professor, but I will tell you that they're both somewhat right, but not exactly. I have another theory on why college graduates are not ready for the workforce. Their parents. Their parents. Their parents have raised, I'm just going to say it, entitled, spoiled brats that don't feel like they need to work the same way their parents maybe did. And in turn, they are not ready for the workforce. They feel like when they get out of college, they should have the exact same things their parents have. Same home, same cars, same clothing, same lifestyle. Now, I think that happens with a lot of generations. So I'm not pointing fingers at this last one, but I do feel like every generation gets more entitled and more entitled and more entitled. Now, I can tell you one thing. When I graduated high school, which I'd already been working years prior, so it wasn't even me graduating high school entering the workforce. I had entered it years before, not on a full-time basis, but uh, even, even during the summer, you know, even during the school year months, I still worked quite a bit in, in conjunction with doing schoolwork and everything else you need to do. And any time I could work, I did. I know, I'm a weirdo. That was me. Now, I will tell you that when I got out of the house, I didn't have any entitlement to having what my folks had. I watched how many years my folks had worked, what they had done, what they had accomplished, and so on. Now, did I have my own goals and things I wanted to accomplish in my own life? Absolutely. Have I achieved them? A lot of them, yes. I was... I was a weird kid, I know. I had lofty goals even before getting out of high school. And I know most kids aren't that way, and I know I'm a goofball. And my wife will admit that, and so will most of my family. My sister and I were texting over the weekend. She said, you're a goofball. I'm like, yeah, I know. I get it. And that's my sister. Now, I'm not saying that even when I entered the workforce back in the early 80s, that everybody like me was the same way. I think there were some people even at that time that were probably a little bit entitled and felt like they should have what their parents had too. But I don't think it's anywhere as close to what it is today. Nowhere as close to what it is today. So I agree that things in the workplace have changed somewhat, much to what these two principals and the other analytic PhD person is saying. But I'm not blaming it all on that. I think a lot of this comes down to parents and not having set proper expectations for their kids and letting them know that this is what you should expect upon graduation of whatever it is you're doing. College, trade school, etc. Now, I do think the trade school kids are definitely more prepared for all of what we're talking about than the college kids are just because expectations are different. But I I will tell you that I think even in the service business that I'm a part of and even the automotive shops that I consult with, there's young technicians even getting into the field that think they should make 100 grand a year just starting out, and they're not going to. It takes some time to get up to that point. You have to have some years of experience, know what's going on, learn the ropes, know some of the things that are happening in that world before you're going to make that kind of money. Now, I will say that as an automotive technician, you can learn that pretty quickly, and if you do, you can make pretty good money pretty fast. Faster than, say, somebody coming out of college with a pretty decent degree, but 100 k in debt will. All that being said, this survey is really saying what I've known and have talked about here on this program for quite some time now. 
We are not growing a workforce. We are growing kids that graduate from college that are entitled and feel like they deserve certain things, and none of that involves a four-letter word called work. I'm sorry. That's my view of it, and I don't think I'm wrong. In fact, survey is really backing me up in this. Survey results also indicate that among business leaders who feel recent graduates lack preparedness, 7% say they always avoid hiring recent graduates. 27% say most of the time, and 40% say sometime. Okay, wait a minute. So we've got 7 and 27 and 40. Charlie, make sure my math is correct. That's uh, 67 and another 7. That's what, 72%, 82%? Am I right? 72%. Say sometimes they're not going to hire a college graduate. Furthermore, 62% of these respondents blame culture for the lack of preparedness. Exactly what I just said, by the way. Everything I just stated is coming out in this survey. 50% say parents, which I also just said. 48% say the pandemic. And then 46% say educators. So almost half are saying it's also part of the way we're instructing our kids. Now, again, this was a poll taken off of 1,243 business leaders. And the criteria included being aged 30 and 60, earning a household income of greater than 75,000, being employed for wages, having an organizational leadership role, working at a company with more than 10 employees. So in other words, folks, this isn't just mom and pop shops saying this. These are fair-sized companies where they're employing at least 10 or more workers, and these are the results of. I wanted to talk about this today because there's a lot of you, even parents maybe. Some of the college kids won't be listening, but some of your parents are. Parents, if you've got kids entering college this year, you should probably let them know everything I just said and let them know what to expect upon graduation. I also feel like Part of this issue is, I, and again, I, I don't know this exactly because I don't have any type of survey in front of me, so I, I can't say this, but I don't think there's as many kids going through college today because the way we do college loans and so on, student loans and so on, I don't think kids have to work as much in college as they once did. Charlie, agree with me on that one? Yes, he agrees. I can go back in time and tell you even a lot of the people that I knew that attended college that were friends of mine, most of them had jobs all the way through college. We didn't have the student loan programs we had back then, and some of the ways some of these kids made it through college was they either had really, really rich parents or they worked. It was one of the two. It, really, Charlie, it wasn't it was an either or. You either had a lot of money from, from mom and dad, and you went to a really nice school, and you had your entire way paid for, or... You worked your way through. Even if mom and dad were helping you out with some tuition, you still worked your way through. You had a job outside of college. Sometimes you worked at the college, and sometimes you worked at the college and somewhere else. And yes, I know some of those individuals that did both. That's the only way they could make it through college. We don't, folks, that doesn't happen much anymore. I'm here to tell you, most parents sending their kids off to college today have little to no expectation of those kids working. There is enough student loan money, unfortunately, coming out to where they don't have to. And I think that's also part of the problem. They've not had a job 
the entire time they've been in college. They may have done an internship here or there, done something along those lines, but most of them, most of them have no work experience by the time they get out of college. Most of them have never worked in high school. Now, again, I'm a weirdo. Every one of my kids worked. Having a family business helps. I get it, but my kids worked. They didn't have a choice. Not because we needed the help. I mean, partially because we did, but partially because I wanted them to know what it took to work. I wanted them to learn a solid work ethic. This is what it takes when you have a job. So I'll move on. I've got a lot more I could say about that, but that's a big subject. And all I'm saying is this particular survey just validates for me anyways all the same things I've been thinking all along. High Five Plumbing is next. Speaking of the trade, speaking of working hard, Levi and Cassie, the owners of High Five, yes, they work very hard. They want to please you and make sure that you're satisfied in everything they do when it comes to plumbing. Call them today for any plumbing needs you have. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing has made convenience for their customers a top priority. High Five maintains a well-stocked inventory readily available for their technicians at all times. So the technician who comes out to help you remains at your home to complete the project the same day. On the rare occasion they need a part, another team member will bring the part to them, leaving no more I'll be back in three hours visits. On top of that, their window for service is only two hours, respecting your valuable time and notifying you when they are on the way. High Five Plumbing also offers weekend appointments and evening appointments to meet your busy schedule. High Five makes every effort to make your plumbing experience convenient and hassle-free. You can call or email to schedule your plumbing services with High Five. You want a company who makes your time their priority. So call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or just go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. All right, folks, make sure your vehicle is in top working order, especially as we head into the fall months. And we talked with uh, Andy, by the way, Friday, he and I were talking about tires even. You may be in the need of tires, and Extreme can help you with all of that. Find them at klzradio.com. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done, and that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients, so when their ASC master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. Veteran Windows and Doors, Dave Bancroft would love to help you when it comes to windows, doors. Again, as we approach that fall time of the year, make sure that you're all sealed up and ready to go. And Dave can help you with all of that. And it's 40% off right now. 303-529-0720.
Veteran Windows and Doors actually educates their customers so they know exactly what their codes are. All of their products are rated to exceed those codes and maximize the return on your investment. Everyone claims to make the best windows and doors, but Veterans knows that every window and door has to be tested for how efficient it truly is. Owner Dave Bancroft will tell you the energy efficiency ratings have to be clearly labeled on your windows and doors when you receive them at your home. If the windows and doors are not Energy Star certified or do not meet your local energy codes, the windows will not earn you any rebates, credits, or energy savings. Window and door replacement is a great investment in your home. However, if they aren't properly rated for efficiency, you are just throwing your money out the window. No pressure, no upsell, just plain facts so you can make the best decision for your home. Get 40% off labor and material costs for the month of August with Veteran Windows and Doors by visiting klzradio.com window. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, my son Richard should be joining us here in a moment. Uh, I am going to shift gears, and I will preface this by, and even though Richard's not quite here yet, he will be, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not going to say anything at all that I want to be misconstrued or to do anything that would offend anybody that has lost life, property, or anything when it comes to a fire, whether it be in you know Maui, you know, Maui uh, County, Hawaii, or anywhere else for that matter. I also am going to preface this with, I have some sympathy to this because I've been through it. Not, not loss of life, but loss of property. When we had the troublesome fire that came through the Granby area, yes, I lost my cabin, my house that was there. So I have a little bit of experience or I guess I could speak with a little bit of authority when it comes to that. Richard, I know you're joining us now. I just want to give everybody a little preface of, you know, A, I'm very, you know, want to be very sympathetic and not, not really speak at all in a way that would offend anybody that's lost any kind of life or property or anything that's happened in Maui on the same token. And you're, you're familiar with this as well because you, you know, you were up in the mountains with me when we were going through things prior to the fire and then fire and then going through things after the fire had gone through. So you saw firsthand some of the decimation and things that had happened there. As well. And the one thing I want to make sure I start off with telling everybody is please, please stop spreading nothing more than what I feel are conspiracies about the fire, how it started, and so on. We'll get into a lot of the details as time goes by as to maybe some things that did happen wrong, governmentally speaking, in regards to responses and so on, which, again, this is an area that they're not quite used to. I'll give them a little credit there, but there's a lot of conspiracies flying around about everything from, you know, lasers and smart technology starting these fires. And Richard, I will just tell you right now, I read all of that. And I even told somebody over the weekend, don't send me any more of that garbage. You're walking on the the graves of those that have passed, in my opinion, by starting those types of rumors, because number one, they're unfounded. Well, absolutely. And, and yeah, and like you say, kind of going back to it, not only obviously that fight, you know, the East Troublesome fire right up in Granby that you experienced, you know, a little bit more closely than most did. But even the Marshall Fire over here, right, which is in, in your neck of your old Very neck true. of the woods, I should say, kind of in the Boulder area. And, you know, this is close, you know, again, to a lot of people that you know and that we know. And, and I, I saw that firsthand, right? You know, it wasn't too many miles from when it started and drove through the area where I grew up in, right, to right. see houses that just got completely demolished. And so, you know, just kind of, you know, I know we're going to address a few things in our time today, but... 
the f- first thing is you like you say that you well the fire just fires just don't do this stuff. Well, you and I can attest. <laughs> I can you know, attest to you that yes, they do. Yeah, like there was nothing but a concrete foundation, and, and folks, for those of you, because I know that once they kind of got stuff semi cleaned up, you could, and I know a lot of you did drive through. You know, you do drive through. You know, the Superior, and you drive through Looseville and, and Boulder, and you know all of this area that was affected by the Marshall Fire, Marshall Fire, very closely. Yeah, fire, Dad. When it gets hot. It does damage. It does right? crazy and things. And, 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 so, and by the way, really quick, for some of you, I'm hearing from some people, well, how could it be that one house stood and the next one burned down? How could it be that, you know, there was a trash bag, you know, a trash can right next to that fire that didn't get burned, but yet the house did? Richard, we saw with our own two eyes, you and I together and our entire family, by the way, we saw situations at our property where the, the entire cabin was burned to the ground just a pile of ash the two snowmobiles that were in the garage uh aluminum engines and all just powder literally powder when it was all said and done so folks can it get hot enough to do that it absolutely can and i can tell you right now that troublesome fire did not start from some laser whatever whatever that a lot of folks are out there claiming happened on hawaii some some smart meter nonsense richard that that these people are claiming started these fires it's absolutely utter nonsense we literally saw where we had property, literally, where one tree completely scorched, and yet an aspen tree right next to it, fine. Absolutely. And, and you even saw situations down here of the, uh, well, you even saw situations down here of a, a house, again, over in Mooseville, where you had an entire neighborhood completely and utterly wiped out, right? And then you had a house that was still standing, right? The only one standing. So what, you know, that house was just blessed by God, or the firefighters like those people, more than other No, people. it's just how the no. fire operates. Correct. It, it, fires are very erratic, right, folks? You know, you, you know that. We've all done campfires. You even see a fire in your gas fireplace, right, where you've got a continuous stream of fuel, and, you know, sometimes, like, it'll go down, sometimes it'll go up, right? You know, if you inject different Graphs. fuels into it, whatever it might right. be, exactly, maybe it'll, it won't light, maybe it will light. It, fire is just an erratic thing. That's why firefighters are trained to do it. And, and Dad, what I would say is, we, uh, here's the deal. By doing these conspiracy theories, you take away from not only the people who have lost their lives, and obviously people who have lost loved ones in their, in essentially their entire lives, right, yep. Dad, in that part of Mount. That's right. But in, in addition to that, you t- you're, taking, you're deflecting some of the blame from where it needs to be, which is there was a massive oversight here. And I don't know if it was just, you know, if it was just one government entity or another, and I'm not even saying conspiracy, Dad, because... No, I just think it's flat-out failure of government to do the jobs that they're paid to do, Richard, when it comes to not only fighting fire, but, you know, the prepared, preparedness management end of things, letting people know ahead of time or during the event what's going on and so on, all of that. Yes, I will say right now, that particular area, they fell short in those areas. It's, it's well-known right now. That is not, you know, that we're not, we're not just basing that on, on feelings, Richard. There are, there's literal... You know, things coming out every day talking about that very thing. And some of the residents there, of course, are extremely upset over that because, again, there's going to be – I don't know if any of you really understand this or not, but there's going to be more than likely, when it's all said and done, upwards of 500-plus people that lost their lives there. It's a complete, utter tragedy. It, it, it is it is terrible. And, again, it's something that likely could have been avoided. I mean, again, you're seeing the video. You and I were talking about this today, Dad, on other topics, right, the, the free flow of information technology today, right, where we're able to get videos that people are taking, 
you know, as they're jumping into the water, right, off the little seawall there, right. as they're trying to escape. The one thing, though, that, I, again, outside of your know, direct energy lasers or whatever people are saying, I encourage, again, technology. Go to Google Maps. Draw, go, to the, go to Lahaina. Go to just a little bit east, kind of into the mountains, or you're up the road, and you can you, you drop the little road guy, right? You can drop the little map guy. Yeah. Drop him. And just see the area around them. It looks an awful lot like the Marshall Fire, folks. Right. Where it's a lot of grassland, and there's not much in between where it got Correct. started. Now, you go higher up, it's super less green in the mountains and the valleys and that sort of stuff. But on the western edge... No, I explained that last week, Richard. That's the wind side of the island. It's always drier there. No, this isn't climate change. It's been dry probably since those islands existed. It's the way the trade winds come through. has nothing at all to, you know, despite what the the guys in Maui, you know, the the officials in Maui, the mayor, in fact, are are saying, which, by the way, that guy's a knucklehead when it comes to that. And he's got other things he needs to be worrying about, not whether or not it was climate change or not, because it definitely wasn't climate change that caused this fire. It was the fact that they had a hurricane that was way down to the south. It was rough. Rustling up the winds. They had 80 mile an hour plus winds, which, by the way, folks, you have to realize that's 80 miles an hour with humidity. So, our 100 mile an hour winds we had for the troublesome fire, it's about the same wind because the oxygen level is probably close to the same. So, those of you that are saying, well, it was only 80 miles an hour, that's 80 miles an hour with probably 70 or 80% humidity. Well, and, and, and here's the you because you can find the videos, Dad. Again, it's essentially almost a category one hurricane Correct. with fire happening. Correct. Like, Again, we saw the Marshall Fire. We we all were here that day. We saw the videos. You know, we we saw everything that happened. And when that happens, there's no stopping it, right? And now, if there's anything, which which by the way, in in, in that area, kind of back to what you're saying, that it was actually I saw something today. It's actually kind of assumed that there was a risk as part of this area in Maui that basically they sort of had essentially alerted the officials to that this could happen, that a massive wildfire could happen, especially in this part of Lahaina, due to everything that you just said, due to their proximity to the grasslands, due to the dryness that is now, you know, Due to the fact they build everything there. on top of each other there because the real estate values are so high, just like it happened up in the Superior area. Well, and, and the fact that they won't let anyone farm there. Right. right. You know, the same stuff that you saw. Yeah, about, you, you know, and I were talking about that this morning. They've taken away all of the sugar cane that used to be produced on Maui. Pineapple was done at one point in time. More sugar cane than anything else, and all of that's gone now. Well, and, and again, folks, as we've seen, and, and I'll just be the first to say it, but the, part of the reason for the Marshall Fire, Dad, is what everyone loves in the Boulder, Superior, Louisville area, right? Everyone loves the open space, right? They love everything around, you know, how you nothing can ever be built behind my house, blah, blah. Well, when a fire gets rolling, and it starts rolling across that grassland, yep. well, then that's when it tends to be a problem, right? So there's pros and cons to it, right? You just got to right. be prepared to accept those cons in the same way that, you know, you live on a beautiful beachfront property, you could have a hurricane that comes through and wipes you off the face of the earth, Very true. Right? Very true. And, and they've had some hurricanes in Hawaii. So, again, I'm, I'm not – I don't want to downplay – Anything that happened there, there's going to be close to 500 lives lost, a lot of those being children as well. It's a tragedy, and all I'm saying is those of you that are running around sharing what I consider to be nothing more than conspiracy theories about lasers this, lasers that, you know, smart this, smart that. It's a bunch of nonsense. And do not tell me that just because something burned and something didn't burn, that's your explanation. That doesn't hold water because I saw the exact same thing in Granby. So our property in Granby, Richard, as you know, we were on a little bit of acreage up on the side of the hill, but we had a house that wasn't that far from us, maybe less than 100 yards away. Let's say about 75 yards away. Our entire property, my cabin, our 
our cabin, got scorched all the way down to just dust on top of the foundation, ruined the foundation as well because it got so hot. The reality is the house and even the tree line that was just below us, literally just 25 yards away, didn't get touched. Well, and, and like you say, Dad, the, the, this whole conspiracy theorist, and, and we're not saying, folks, that you should just trust everything the government has to no, say. No, I'm not right? saying that we either. Very, we have been very, very clear on everything that has happened, right? On, on, you know, with COVID to everything. However, what we're saying is just use your brain, folks. Like, there's, there's a lot going on right now. Let's just wait a little bit. It ha- it's been bare. What, tomorrow's a week, Dad? kind of since this started coming out. Let's just give it some time. Again, I feel for these people, pray for these people. It's a small community. There's not a lot of lodging around for them, because especially the nicer resorts and stuff up the way. No offense, they're probably not going to want to be given too much you know, in, ter- in terms of rooms and stuff away, a lot of churches are going to need help over there. I know that they need lots of diapers and things like that. Let's focus our energy and our time and our efforts on doing that, then, yeah. rather than drumming up these conspiracies as to, well, you know... The, oh, you know, the not heard, by the way, really quick, for those of you listening, I've heard every conspiracy from how the fires were started to why they were started, the fact that, you know, there's big developers over there that want to wipe out Lahaina and start all over again. You name it, Richard, I've heard every single conspiracy there is, and the reality is I don't believe any of them yet. If somebody can give me some solid evidence, you know, you know, provi- you know, provided there even is any, which I doubt there very much will be, but, you know, if somebody wants to provide me some evidence that would say otherwise, I don't believe a single conspiracy I've heard yet. It's a tragic thing that happened, and I don't think anybody wanted it to. Nobody would, you know, despite what some may think, and there's even people out there saying, oh, this was a terrorist fire, this was set by environmentalists to prove a point, and blah, 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 blah. I I don't even believe that. Well, and and again, Dad, what you're doing is you're taking away from the situation, because not every, and this seems to happen in every tragedy these days, Dad, not every tragedy is the, you know, the big government, the man, you know, these other people trying to just stick it to other people. No, sometimes bad things just happen, right? That's just kind of the world we live in. Natural disasters happen. All you can do is be prepared as best as possible. And then when it does happen, you let's help each other out and kind of come together. Somebody also just said that they understand that portions of Hawaii is forest ground. If it's anything like here, the refusal to manage those forests uh, leaves fuel for the fire on the ground. And you know what? I've been to Hawaii numerous times over the years. I can't count how many, frankly. I've been there so many times. That particular area uh, I've been to almost, well, at least once a year, if not two or three times a year, Richard. So I can tell you that that particular text message I just received is 100% correct. They did not manage that end of it well at all. Well, and like I said, Dad, on all the islands, when you get up into the sort of the mountain pieces of it where they get lots of rain, you know, it's a little higher up, it is super green, right? Super lush. Yes. But, yeah, there are certain parts of it, you know, even driving up there, you know, where the roads and stuff, where they don't manage it. And I will say this, and maybe we'll talk about it a little bit when we get back as far as people's views on tourism and that sort of stuff. They don't, even the natives and stuff, they don't do a good job at kind of taking the necessary steps that are needed in order to mitigate some of these problems. That's right. We'll be right back. We'll take a quick break. Golden Eagle Financial is up next. Al Smith would love to help you with all of your financial goals. And if you've got goals, Al will help you achieve them. Call him today at 303-744-1128. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. 
Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Florida Winters Mortgage, Kurt Rogers will join me here at 5 o'clock, and we've got a few things to go over with him. If you've got a question, though, when it comes to mortgages, give Kurt a call today, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, Consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Premier Home Remodels right now, again, they would walk you through your entire project. As we talked at 3 o'clock, really help you with that entire project, the planning of how to get to fruition in the end. Call them today. Just go to klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. A couple of minutes here before we take, an, I mean, probably five or six minutes here before we got to take our next break. We're a little bit behind, but I wanted to get that in, Richard, and give plenty of time to talk about that because, and I'm going to just throw this in there as well, and I'm probably going to get some hate text messages over this. If you're listening to anybody on the radio, television, or a podcast that believes in any of this conspiracy crap or is even spreading it, turn it. Quit listening and find a new host to listen to because, Richard, that is part of what's fueling this, in my opinion. Well, yeah, and, and for, again, folks, you know, we've talked about this you know, many, many times. 
you got to pay attention to who's you know who's feeding the information, right? And I'm going to go to someone else, Alex Jones. Right? Yeah. You go to him, and you know he said stuff about you know Sandy Hook and a lot of other things that was just basically to get essentially people riled up, right? Because yeah, it got him clicks, it got him views, they riled him up, and he ended up he, he ended up you know going bankrupt over it. it. Well, exactly. Now, obviously, in the short term, you know, he made out right. You know, made lots of money from advertisers and people listening and all sorts of things. But you, you've got to think, think what people stand to gain, folks. And so if it's a Facebook video or if it's an email thread that's getting sent around to yep. you or if it's maybe a family member that's sending you, you know, questionable links or whatever it is. And, again, I'm not saying that you just need to go to, you know, mainstream media, you know, Fox News, CNN, NBC, what, whatever it might be, you know, CBS to get your information. We're just saying just pay attention and just kind of use your brain when it comes to this because, yeah, there's nothing that has come out in the last seven days where it's indicating anything other than just a very tragic situation, and essentially the perfect set of elements came together to fuel this massive fire and obviously cause lots and lots of damage and obviously, you know, loss of life. And that's really what we need to focus on. And like you and I were saying earlier, Dad, it's people just get so wrapped up into this other stuff that they just devote so much energy to it. And no offense, guys, it doesn't do any good, right? Like, when was the last – and here's – furthermore, Dad, when was the last time that one of these conspiracy theory videos or whatever it is changed anyone's mind? Um, Usually they're proven wrong over and over and over again. Now, there's a difference between a fact and a conspiracy. The Hunter Biden laptop was not a conspiracy. It, in fact, was a fact. It's come out to be a fact now. I never believed it was a conspiracy to to begin with. That's the difference, Richard. That's something you could prove. There were people at the at the computer repair center saying, yep, this, in fact, was his, his laptop. I mean, we had that verified. That was not a conspiracy. But telling me that a smart meter on the side of someone's home caused that, that house to light up and, and catch fire is a bunch of hogwash. Well, and then there's all these these other videos coming out where you know where a camera that that's showing a, a you know a bla- a flash of lightning or your flash of light or well you know folks that could be a transformer that just got blew up that's right? right you know you you can see something you know, again you got to think of the logical you know when you hear something right that and we're not again we're not dissuading people from thinking about conspiracy theories or thinking about you know maybe an alternative not even conspiracy theories right to an alternative um, sort of storyline than what you're actually being told and i would just ask you know, ask simple questions right you know is that plausible could that happen you know what's another explanation for that flash of light instead of it being a bomb or you know something else okay maybe it was a transformer that blew and especially here in colorado dad i encourage people we've seen like we just got done talking about two separate fires two separate times two different places right all you know different things and you really had a lot of the same results happen at that time, right? Mm-hmm. You had houses completely burned to the ground. You had some things that were touched, other things that weren't. And that's what you're seeing yep. in, in Lahaina, Dad, right? Yeah, I, I get houses- what Really, for me, Richard, is I look through those pictures from Lahaina and I look through what happened up in the Louisville Superior, you know, the old neighborhood that we lived in. I look up at Granby at what happened up there. I'll be honest, Richard, I look at those and think, yeah, I, that's exactly how ours looked. Even the cars burnt to the ground. I, I don't see any differences whatsoever between what happened in Lahaina versus what happened here. None. And, that, and that's all. And that's, I think, all you and I are saying is let's just look at what's going on and, and really thinking of, okay, was this, you know, some diabolical plan by the you know, the upper elite and, and yeah and you know as president biden you know putting enough emphasis on this no but folks he's he's you know we know lots of different things that he is he's not focusing he's trying to keep his son out of jail right i mean that's what he's trying to do but that doesn't mean that some other thing was going on you know dad that they saved oprah's 
you know, mansion, and they save Bezos. Yeah, and, and again, really quick on those two things. Another... When they talk about Bezos and Oprah, folks, when you've got a property that is pretty insulated from everything around it, in other words, think about a house in the middle of a golf course and a and, – and literally that's about what it is – and all of a sudden a fire breaks out, and if you've got everything cleared out around that house enough and caretakers and things there, will they be able to save that house? Sure. Easy answer. Well, and, and like you and I were talking about too, Dad, there's also you have to think about they've got permanent people that are responsible for the maintenance that essentially are responsible there. for you know the house they running live there. properly and you general, got caretakers there that can handle all of that at a moment's notice, right? You know, for, from protecting it from a hurricane to a fire That's right. to you know a water. It's, it's, you're not comparing matter. apples to apples is my biggest point there, Richard. You cannot compare what's happening to Jeff Bezos's house in comparison to what's happening in downtown Lahaina. They're not one and the same. Correct, and that's where again people are missing it. And, and like you said, folks, if you've and here's the deal: the beauty of technology today, Dad, is you can go again on Google Street View. You can see what we're talking about, right? These were close together houses, and they also really weren't really sturdy structures to begin with. Not um, saying that they no. should have just blown over, Dad. But you know, you've been through downtown. I've been Lahaina there enough. I mean, the other times. thing I just mentioned this to a listener as well, which you know, I love the Hawaiian people dearly, but I will tell you that they're not the best when it comes to keeping up their home and what's around it because most of them collect all sorts of crap. I'll just say it as it is, crap and junk and debris. And you talk about houses that have all sorts of things around them. And keep in mind, everybody's in a really tight location in their defense. you got a lot of people sometimes living in the exact same house, so a lot of things get built up. Uh, in other words, are these the most tidy of homes? Absolutely not, Richard. Well, and, and Dad, it goes, and it, kind of our last point, goes back to the island life, right? That's kind of what happens with island folks, right? Because it takes so long to get stuff there yep. and to do things that a lot of them sort of hoard things, they right? Do. And they they don't – and honestly, they prioritize their time differently than we do, right? That's right. They want to go to the beach. They want to go right. fishing. They want to do things for – by family. the way, I can't argue with that. Uh, you know, if I was living in a paradise, I probably would do the same thing. But that, it, it, all we're saying, that is just – That plays into this is all I'm saying. Back. Correct. And by yep, the way, absolutely. what I just said, because of the fact that it is what it is, you're not going to hear anybody in the news media or governmental officials talk about what I just said. But are these the tidiest of places that burned down? Some of them were. A lot of them were not. Correct. And that's well. And, and, like and, and by say, the way, keep in mind, if you've got one that's not so tidy next to one that is, but the one that's not so tidy catches fire. Guess what? The one that's 10 feet away is going to catch fire as well. Well, absolutely. And like you say, Dad, they were very similar to some of the areas here that burn, right? Or Everything tighter. on top of each other. Or tighter. You know, every, well, exactly. And you had a lot of stuff going on that, again, I just encourage folks you know, kind of to, to wrap it Take up. Take a step back. Just, yes. Be mindful of what you're watching, what you're listening, That's where you're right. getting your information. And then, and again, just do a little bit of research yourself, as all we would say. And, yep. and folks, not saying we're experts on this. But we have seen two fires, and, Dad, you're sort of well-equipped to talk about it due to your travels there. And so reach out, right? We're always happy that you have discussions. Just yes. don't run blindly with certain That's ideas. Right. That's right. All right, Ridgeline Auto Brokers coming up next, folks. If you're looking for a new or sorry, new used vehicle, they're there to help you. 303-442-4141 or RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. 
Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish. But Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com slash absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Julie says, thank you so much for a great experience and your attention to the details. I was truly impressed with what we got for our money. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Richard, you drove a a vehicle that really is kind of a staple when it comes to the hybrid end of things. I drove a vehicle that I was actually very impressed with because of its price and what it actually does. Let's start with yours. You drove a 2023 Toyota Prius. Yeah, 2023 Toyota Prius, which is actually all new and redesigned. Right, not all new, but redesigned for 2023. Yeah, there you go. It's got a different. It's got a different look to it. So I encourage folks that are used to the Priuses of old with kind of the. the, the I'm going to just say it: the Prius back, right? The Prius. These new ones look so much better. There's no comparison. They, it, it looks a little bit more like a car, right? Although it's still got a, a stylish, you know, kind of a sleeker look to it in that regard. Um, it still potentially gets up to 57 miles per gallon, depending on the model that you get. And that you can get a Prius again for about 50, you know, 50 miles per gallon or or over that, starting at 28,545. The model we drove was about 37,000 um, dollars, so you can get one for under 40. It was a really nice car to drive. Had a lot of nice interior apportionment. Is it the fanciest car on the road? No, absolutely not. Is it the biggest sedan on the road? No, because you've got to make room for some of those batteries, the technology that new kind of 
a sweeping style there uh, on the kind of on the back end makes it a little bit shorter for the passengers in the back seat. However, it's just it's an overall real like you said it's a staple car, right? Toyota's been making the Prius now, well, at least for five generations. Right. I want to say they've been doing it for a while. It's become that staple of the hybrid market. They're switching you know, the, the, the hybrid technology that Toyota implements, Dad, as we've said for a long, long time now, is second to none. It works phenomenally well. You don't even hardly notice it when you're driving. The biggest knocks that I've got on this car, Dad, are the, the, the gauge cluster. And actually, this is really the only knock. The gauge cluster, for whatever reason, how they design the steering wheel, you can't, like, unless you position your seat perfectly, you can't see how the gauge is. And, and for mm. those of you who've driven a Prius, it's a kind of an all-digital, it's a smaller right. screen. You know, it doesn't have any, you know, traditional dials and things like that. So it's just, it's just a little bit funky. I wish they would have kind of done that view a little bit differently, kind of raised one or the other up or, you know, lowered one or the other. you got to kind of sit with the steering wheel a little bit lower in order to see it. But outside of that, that really is fantastic. They, they've kind of upped the acceleration. It's a really fun car in that regard. Um, in the technology, all of the safety features that they're starting to put um, as part of, I think, Toyota Safety Sense 3.0 as far as, you know, adaptive cruise, blind spot monitoring, all the good stuff there. I encourage folks to check it out. And, again, folks, you, it's really getting hard to find a car, Dad, for less than – a new car for less than $40,000, much less a car that gets 50 miles per gallon right. or more than that. And with prices the way that they're at still, I highly encourage folks to check it out. So when you do that – let them know that I had your local Toyota dealer first, test drive it. I think they actually may have some of these on their lot. And when you do, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. Okay, along those lines, we've got sort of another vehicle that's in that lower end of the price category, which we kind of go from one end to the other, and that's fine. But I drove a 2023 Chevy Trax Active. I talked about this a little bit on Drive Radio this past Saturday, but I'll do a full review now. And I will tell you just straight up right off the bat, for the money – Pretty hard car to beat. So it's a little SUV, front-wheel drive, really kind of built off of that cruise platform. If any of you are familiar with the cruise, it's kind of that same platform, 1.4-liter turbo engine. It's definitely not a powerhouse by any stretch of the imagination, but does it get around and do exactly what you need it to do? Absolutely. And this thing, the Active, is their top-of-the-line tracks, Richard, so it's got all the apportionments, and it's really decked out nice on the interior. Very comfortable uh, vehicle to drive as well, and it's $26,000 is the retail price. It's hard to even find a used car for that price. This will come full with a, you know GM warranty and everything behind it, so 2023 Chevy tracks. Uh, again, very, very Lux- I'm going to say it, for the money, a luxurious, small, entry-level SUV that really gets the job done solidly, Richard. Well, Dad, I would say you, you pulled up to the house yesterday, and I was, I, I, it kind of spaced my mind that that's the car that you were in, and I thought you were in a, a Blazer, you know, kind of a, a smaller Blazer sibling of the sort. It looks really, really good. You would not tell that car just by looking on the outside, that it, it's, it's that you know, inexpensive, and, and it's just something to note that, like you say, with the warranty, with all of the other facets involved into it, for people to strongly consider, um, and especially kind of in that sort of not complete a full-size SUV, but you know, kind of that compact yep. SUV class, right? It's yep. a really affordable option. Yeah, no, compact SUV, styling, to your point, Richard, thank you for saying that. I didn't say that earlier. Styling is 
Fabulous. This is a very good-looking vehicle. They start at $23,900. Again, we, the one we drove was top of the line, had everything on it, was twenty six five roughly. And again, you get all of the safety features as well. 11-inch diagonal dis- the screen. One of my favorites, by the way, which I wish the rest of the companies out there would follow along, Apple CarPlay Android Auto Wireless, Richard. Wireless, by oh, the way. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I knew it was coming. So, again, and you know what? I was wrong on that. Starting MSRP at 20400 I was wrong on that. Sorry, 20400 up to 26500 is what you get. The all-new Chevy Trax, by the way, and, and it is an updated version for 2024. So if you would go out and test drive one of those at your local Chevy dealer, tell them that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Richard, again, thank you very much, and thanks for your insight and, and you know, help me out on the, the Maui thing as well. I appreciate that. Nope, absolutely. All right, take care. We'll have a good week. We'll talk to you on Friday. And uh, up next, Bruce Simmons, our reverse mortgage specialist. And you may have thought that, man, I don't know if a reverse mortgage is right. I hear all these bad things. And is it right? Is it wrong? You know, I really don't know. Here's the deal. Find out from Bruce whether or not it's the right thing for you. And that's easy to do. Just contact him today. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, that's it for this hour, by the way. Hour two, we appreciate it very much. Got another full hour coming your way. Kurt Rogers will join us at the top of the hour. Mark Mix is going to join us today. We're going to talk about Southwest Airlines attorneys now have to take a course on religious freedom, which Mark's going to inform us of and how that actually works. That was a news story I saw last week, and I saw Mark really quick able to jump on that and give us some insight into that, which he follows this uh, you know, all the time because he's from the, you know, he's the National Right to Work Committee lead, and we always hear from him when it comes to these sorts of things. So it'll be interesting to hear from him on what he has to say. But again, Kurt Rogers will be joining us here in just a few minutes. I've got a couple of questions for him, so hang tight. We'll be right back. Hour number three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.